Mm. I don't know what it is, but those cheese doodles are hitting different. So different. How so? Ooh, that's loud. I don't know. I just, I, they're just the salty and the cheesy and the junk foodiness of it all. It's just, they're really good. I think this is you with a uh, hoarder's mouth. Not hoarder's mouth. What are we doing? Um, Bunkering? Quarantine. Quarantine Bunker. mouth. You Bunker have, mouth? You have quarantine mouth. That Bunker sounds mouth. vaguely something else. Ew. Yeah, it sounds vaguely. <laughs> it actually sounds ill. It's going to be, um, this is going to be really interesting. I'm forcing this one too because we have to figure out what podcasting looks like with two children. We have another interloper amongst us. Yes. There's two of them now. There's two of them. They have doubled exponentially. Yeah. They're they're growing. They're about to overtake us, except they won't. I'm a little nervous about um uh remote learning tomorrow. I gotta read through everything. Yeah. I'm glad there's an English teacher here. I'm ner- I'm not nervous about that. And also there's no English teacher here. I taught social studies. Oh. Where's your mom? Where's your mom teach? English. Where's she at? I don't know. We need to get her in here. Corona teened. <laughs> corona teened. She's a corona teen at home. Although she was working yesterday, so. Oh, did you hear that joke? About speaking of, so you kind of you kind of already said I know you kind of already said the punchline. Oh. So, um, I was reading probably on Facebook. They're like, so we'll have the mass of corona babies. Right. And They're going to be called in 2033. Coronials. In 2033, there'll be the quarantines. Oh, the quarantines. Got yeah. it. I also saw that they would be called the coronials, which Gee. makes sense. It's kind of sad, though. Um, yeah. But also, it's like being the polio not just, generation. <laughs> not just being the kids that were born there, but like even five years from now. Sure. Whatever fallout there is, you know, the mm-hmm. coronials will be like. What do you mean you didn't work from home? You went to school? Right. Like, and you sat in front of people? Right. Disgusting. Like all day? That's gross. So you don't, I know you don't watch a lot of action movies, but um, this is reminding me a lot of Demolition Man mm. with okay. uh, Stallone and Wesley Snipes when he had the blonde flat top thing. I remember. I mean, I didn't see it, mm. but I remember. So the entire movie is set in the future, obviously. And in the future, everybody's basically a germaphobe. Um, there's no sex. Mm. Sex is considered absolutely disgusting. Mm. Mm. Um, the toilets have three shells on the wall, mm. but they never explain what the three shells do. Okay. You're supposed to touch the three shells in order in order to get cleaned up. But um, they don't tell you what they're doing to you. No, they don't get. And the movie explain. never explains it. It's kind of like a it. a weird joke, like the three shells. But is it um, a MacGuffin? No, because it wasn't. It didn't drive the plot. It was just like a random little joke. Can I Google it and three hear shells? the director talking about what he did and why? Or she? Oh, maybe. Okay. But um, yeah, this is feeling very pre-Demolition Man. I'm nervous. I won't deny it. This is day three. Mm-hmm. And I'm concerned more than yesterday. I don't know. This movie sounds just so like... I think in a silly way, when I tried to order food today and saw that the first... is usually either same day or 5 a.m. the next day. So for it to be 10 days out, eight days mm-hmm. to, to order food is kind of like, huh? So which makes you want to buy food, period. There's an alternative. 
Nope. Social get, distancing. Get in the car. Nah, man. Nah. I'm good. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I'm a little bit concerned. First of all, I, oh, it's my son getting ready for Armageddon in the yes, background absolutely. as he uh, cocks absolutely. his Nerf guns. Um, which I can't do, by the way. He almost blinded me today. Um, that's just never going to be my thing. I see. You're not, you are not a helpful in war. I'm not. I'm not. That's just not my thing. So you can. I'm not. It's just. Anyway, um, we have food. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we have food for Armageddon. We don't have food to be like, hey, you want a can of beans? No, I don't want a can of beans. Like, nobody wants a can of beans. But we have food. Um, we don't have food that six-year-olds and 12-year-olds like. Um, but we do have food. Somebody's whistling. Hey, Bubba. Can you chill with the whistling, please? Thank you, sir. Oh, that was you calling me. Good job. What's up? Yes, she did learn the family whistle just now. <laughs> Very good. Um, that's amazing. And we all were, right, okay, we got it. Not now, but we're recording. Okay, thank you. We literally talked about that yesterday. The whistle about the whistle about the family whistle. Mm-hmm. And here we are. He's now able to do the family whistle. Almost. Let's hope there'll be a day where you can be out and about in the in Prospect Park in Brooklyn and hear the family whistle that we're not contained to this apartment indefinitely mm-hmm. yeah so um they just announced that all the parks in montclair which is the town over from us are closed mm-hmm. um it's real when new york city closes schools yeah and they just did they just did partially because they realized that it was sort of lame to not take into consideration the teachers that work there right Obviously, we want kids in school, you know. The fact that the main reason why they were saying kids needed to be in school was because for some, that's where they get all their meals. Is like, okay, we have other problems we probably should take care of after right. this. Right. If school is mainly because kids need to eat. Right. That's problematic. Even And even at that point, it's not a perfect solution. Even you said, hey, we're going to do our typical summer meal program while well, the schools are closed. you can, but you can't turn that around in a week. It takes time and planning um, to distribute and to get the meals together. Remember, I mean, technically, the meals are already there. They already have their meal mm-mm. schedule. The meals for summer meals is not the same. So you can't just go into the cafeterias at each school, throw some saran wrap on it, and take it out. A lot of times, those are hot meals. So you're not going to pack up a bunch of spaghetti and meatball platters and distribute them to the Bronx. No, no, no. You miss what I'm saying. Like, let the school be open for an hour for breakfast and an hour for lunch. That completely negates negates the yeah. purpose of closing the school. Because mm. now you got parents going, taking their kids to school. Right. Um, and, and you know, not being able to stay home. It's just all a clusterfuck. And I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. I, again, I'm still not afraid of getting it. And if I do, I'm not afraid of mm. being seriously ill from it. Really? Yeah, I don't think I was. I don't think I've been same as you. I don't think I've been afraid of getting it. I'm it's afraid just, of the panic that comes from I don't everything think, else. For me, saying the panic, it's the massive shifts in lifestyle. Right. Because I don't know how long remote learning is going to go. Right. And I don't know how long it'll be before we're back in the office right. or all these other things. Right. So, like for example, if we don't go back to the office, uh, are we paying rent for April? 
just on GP that we're right. going to keep it. That's going to be something we need to figure out in a couple weeks. Because it will auto. Yes, they us. will. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be a problem. Um, so, hey, Kenny, if you're listening, there are conversations that are probably going to need to be had at some point. Um, yeah, so. I don't know. So we've determined that in the event of the apocalypse, you will not be fighting the zombie hordes. No. What will your job be on the compound? Because everybody has to do something to contribute. I give hugs. Mm, they don't. They don't care about that. Commissary. Commissary, like cooking. I mean, not commissary. What do you call the place where you go for treatment? You mean medical? No, there's another word for it. A more complicated. Oh, triage. Nope, that's not it either. The pharmacy? What? I don't know. I don't know. In war, <laughs> it's like you go over there when you get hurt. I don't know, but that'll be me. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first line of defense when you get a boo boo. Is that your? Is that your lane? No, but neither is war, as you have seen. Yeah. So, would you rather come to me when you're hurt, or need me at your side while somebody's shooting at you? I, I picture you doing something with ag- agriculture. Making sure we have. Oh, you the mean? Corn. Oh, I thought you meant like while we're battling. You mean no, no, no. when we so, start all over? So I'm the teacher, of course. The babies come to me. Okay, school mom. Okay, mm-hmm. I figure yeah. out I'm the grunt. Mm. Yeah, take that tree and put it over there. <laughs> Got it. I'm the grunt who can also help with some strategy. That's not a word, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Well, I mean, you, you knew what you, you knew what Ennui was, so. Well, you, you remember when uh, strategy was a big old buzzword. No. That was. Um, was that Donald Trump? No, that was Colbert. Oh. Making, okay. I think he was making. No, this is pre-Trump actually. I can't remember who he was making fun of. Maybe Bush. Mm. But strategy was a thing. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, I think I'm a grunt. Sounds good. Hold on a second. Yes, Bubba. Can I please have some of that Starburst? Yes. Thank you. So what happens is he knew. <laughs> of course. Got you by the yeah. sack, sir. Right. So I can stand what? here. I dare Stop you. Stop whistling. I dare you to say no. I will stand right here and whistle. Like, <laughs> whistle while you work. He was just firing darts up the stairs, too. But you know. Yeah, I didn't. I paid no attention to that yeah. whatsoever. Um... This is why I felt like we should probably just jump in and figure out what this looks like because something tells me, I mean, tomorrow, neither of them are going anywhere. Oh, wait, is he going home tomorrow? No, he's, uh, well, he's he's spending the day tomorrow okay. and then I'm taking him home when his mother gets home from work. Got it. Um, yeah, so this is about to be a big old tang. Mm-hmm. And I was saying earlier that I'm actually... My kid goes back to her dad on Friday and she'll be with him for a week. And I'm sort of dreading that. It's usually a time of celebration. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm dreading it. I It's just a weird time and, and I don't want her to leave. Um, 
Yeah. Is he ready for the uh, apocalypse? No. So here's one of the reasons why I'm concerned because he has this knack for being in the middle of nonsense. This is someone who was in Haiti during the massive earthquake um, and spent, you know. Did he go in because of the earthquake or he just happened to be there? This Negro just happened to be there. Mm. Um, He was working on his senior thesis for at Columbia and he was researching child slavery there. And so he went down to interview some young girls about their lives and went to a museum with one of the young women. Whole world caved in. Mm. Um, So there have been other times in his life that were just like 9-11, for example, um, on the path train when 9-11, like maybe 10 minutes before it came down. Just kind of like, eh. So uh, when 9-11 happened, he told me, I'm never going to die in anything like this. You can believe that. Will I just walk out the house one day and get hit by a bus? Maybe. I'm never going to die when these kind of things happen. Why was he so certain of this? I have no idea. Didn't know then, don't know now. So when Haiti happened. Maybe I need to be hanging out with him during (laughs) all this. So when Haiti happened, I just kept thinking, this nigga said, He'll never die in a circumstance like this. And there he goes running across my screen, pulling people out of burning buildings. Um, but this time, I... See, he's useful during the zombie apocalypse. I asked him. I said, you know how you always say, nothing's going to happen to you when these types of things happen? And he said, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and my knees buckled. So... He is not co-signing this as something he's going to live through. <laughs> and he wants me to send my child to him. So huh. it is what it is. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, I don't know how much we can say, but your ex is a little bit different. And mm-hmm. I would imagine you have a little less worry about, I mean, like if it came down to it, you want your kid with her. Yeah. Uh yeah, I do. I want my kid with her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a, a, I don't think it's a scenario where I don't want him with me. I think it's more, I'm not worried about him. When he's with her. Right. Right. Um, well, me, so, so, you can say what you want to say. When it goes down, <laughs> be like, Maze, here's the address. When the Get zombie, there. when the zombie apocalypse happens, mm-hmm. Mike's wife and I are running the compound. Okay. We're, and we're at the front gate. Got it. And, and, the and where am I? Am I, Am I in the compound? You're Am the, I allowed in? You're in the compound. You don't know that for sure. She could be like, ooh, yeah. Sorry. A teacher? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're in. I know my kid's in. She's letting my kid in. Mm-hmm. Um, and our kid is why me. you're in as well. <laughs> I guess. Because we're going to need a break. Possibly, <laughs> yes. All the things. So, um, no, so, yeah, there's there's zero worry about... Uh, her get, my bigger worry about her is because of her job mm-hmm. being out and about and being exposed. Right. That's the bigger worry. Right. Which even <clears throat> still, she is not of the age that is, I mean, the exposure would probably be more dangerous because she might come across my mom. It's inconvenience. In it's inconvenience of the exposure, not Right. Well, health. how long does it last? Is it like the flu? Well, I know everybody gets quarantined for two weeks, but I don't know if there's quarantine to see if you have it. Yeah, that's just to see if you have it. Right, so I don't know. I don't even know how long it lasts. Um, 
There's that's a, guy a great question, the, actually. I feel like guy, we should know these things. No, there's a guy in the New York Times who is live following his coronavirus situation. He's a doctor, mm-hmm. and he was exposed by a patient, and he contracted it. And he's been talking about it day after day, and it sounds absolutely horrible. It sounds like the flu on steroids. Because it's like, day three, I have explosive diarrhea, and I'm like, oh, Day four, fever is this. I feel like this. Today, I felt like I was going to die. So I think the last time I checked it, it was day six. Um, and there's nothing to do. There's no medication. There's no Tamiflu. There's no ginger. None of that. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. We we went one step higher. We got the ginger beer. It's We're true. good. We do have ginger beer. And we just had all the... Smoothie. Smoothies Antioxidants. In my son wants a spinach smoothie now. That's amazing. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Thank you, ma'am. You're I appreciate welcome. it. I'm just doing my job. That was, yeah. That's a, it's kind of a miracle. I know. Um, the key is letting them do it themselves. And I guess the other key is me Giving being quiet. Lots of options and you not being nearby. Well, I was nearby. I just didn't say anything. Was that difficult? No. Mm-mm. So we're talking about making smoothies and... I encouraged his son to choose the fruits that we had and a flavor of fruit juice and to make a smoothie. And he did so and he liked it. But I think the real miracle was tasting yours. I can promise you that if I had made him the same smoothie I made you, Oh, he'd have died. He would have been like, yeah. well, that's why I told him to close his eyes before he tried it. Because right. I had Even spinach, if his eyes were closed. I had spinach, avocado, Even mint. Even if his eyes were closed. Spinach, avocado, mint, orange juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of a nice little green machine. It was good, too. It was good. The mint, yo. You can't sleep on the mint. mint. I'm about to buy a mint plant. Mm. I'm pretty sure mint can be in house a house plant. I'm, I'm pretty sure, too. Aloe, too. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm just thinking aloe might be a good thing to have. But Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. This is going to be really weird i we are super lucky like just we're lucky Mm -hmm. all the work we need to do can be done in here um hopefully we have enough to get by for the next however long i just i think right now that what i hate the most is the uncertainty yeah when i read that we're expecting to have a million deaths like what where are these what where who i and right now we have like how many deaths right now a couple hundred if where a total global in the united states just in the united states oh wait that was a million in the united states so that was global oh that's a good question i think in the united states that you're expecting sound right. how I many know. do we have so far uh i want to say a couple hundred and they just keep saying that everybody has it, but we're just not testing. And that's the uncertainty of how this all will shake out is what scares me the most. Uh, there are currently 3,000 cases in the U.S. Okay. And how many deaths? Um, 3,000 is such a small number. 10,000, you said? 3,000. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
You know. Uh, what wait, this is wait. Let me just updated. Uh, currently sixty-eight deaths and fifty-nine recoveries. Oh. And so, the rest are currently just powering through. Yeah. So, okay, I don't. Can we not talk about this? Sure. I'd like to talk about how this black matte nail polish is not the right nail polish for the Corona apocalypse. Why? Because it it's it it nicks and scratches very easily. Oh. So, unlike if you have pink and it scratches, it's like you don't really see it. But black. I mean, if you're really trying to get ready for the apocalypse, you just need to cut your nails completely. Uh, I can't actually. Why? Because they have like, tr- like gel on them. So I mean, I could, but they would be lethal. Like I can't. It's not just like my own nail. It's not my regular nail. Um, yes, I could. knives on your fingertips in the middle of the apocalypse could actually be quite helpful. Yeah, I know, but you would get killed first, and we don't want that. So. Mm. Mm. Our kids are building forts downstairs, or my kid is building a fort, and your daughter and is being very is patient. Being very gracious, very gracious. I'd like to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Their first fight is going to be interesting. That hasn't happened yet. No, they're still being very cordial very with, nice each with each other. I don't know. If they ever find out that they're about to be brother and sister, all bets are going to be off. Uh, one of them is quite clear on that. I don't know about the other. Uh, getting there. Um, Actually, that's the end. That's almost the other. That's all of the conversation. Hi. Hey. <laughs> How are you? Uh, good. I haven't been sleeping well. I need my sleep has been kind of jacked up. That's my fault. Uh, not last night. Last night was rough too, for no particular. Yeah, you reason. were sleeping downstairs. I started off up here. Yeah. Um. Then I had heartburn. Um. Then I had some milk. Then I couldn't find melatonin. Mm. And then I'm also seeing that sleeping next to the window because it's cooler has mm-hmm. been helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, because our loft doesn't have windows; it just has a giant. What do we call that? Turbine. <laughs> turbine. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah. That blows heat in there. When we put on the AC in here, it's going to be absolutely freezing. Yes, it it's is. going to be a meat locker. But um, yeah, I need to. I feel like talking out. about your sleep is more intimate than talking about the S word in terms of like a podcast. So? I have no idea. Just something about talking about the fact that we sleep next to each other and where we sleep and mm. how we sleep mm-hmm. seems way more intimate than I remember last night when it. Ew. <laughs> Which I'm known to do, yeah. to dive into. Thank goodness um, the kids are here. Thank goodness the kids are here. They're going to keep us PG for sure. Yeah, us. Keep <laughs> me PG. No, you sometimes join in the fun. I join in. I don't initiate. No, you don't initiate. Um, that's well, you do, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know what? Mm-hmm. No, we should talk about. What's that? Wait, I don't know if we should talk about things we're talking about in real life. Wait, I mean, of course we are, but something, I don't think we should talk about things that could <laughs> potentially become more of a thing. 
we normally talk about things we've already made our choices on and we mm-hmm. already understand, mm-hmm. not things that are currently in play or maybe not completely handled. You know? I don't. <laughs> I have no clue. I was talking about... Oh, my gosh. The lives? No, I was talking about the column. I write a column for Level. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were saying the other day that you felt like they could be subs at you and that I could sometimes write things. Oh, right, 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 right. The, but we're not really done talking about that, I feel like. That's fine. I don't know if that's podcasty. No, no. So, the column you've been writing. Um, and I got tricked into writing, by the way. It's wh- not my lean at all. Whether it's intentional at this point or just kind of how it shook, shook out has been mainly about sex. Yes. Um, it was always supposed to be about men, women talking to men. Right. And the other, the column's called Dear, Dear Level. Mm-hmm. Um, level.medium.com. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... It's it's funny because we tend to um, figure out what your topics are going to be together. Correct. But the way the article is set up, because you're kind of cooing men in or saying, hey, guys, do better. Or By the way, it can read for those who know both of us or at least are that aware I'm talking of me. To that, you. Right. It can read that to you, too. Um, well, there was one that I didn't know what the topic was. Correct. Although that was a clear sub. <laughs> that was 100% sub. Yes, it was. And it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Down to this particular column, I created it. Well, all the columns have a quiz. So this particular column, I created a quiz um, for the reader to take. And I made sure that the quiz would be specific to you. Right. So I took the quiz for you <laughs> to make sure that you would get... The most amount of points. Right. And then that amount of points, I made sure the key that I created would be the harshest thing possible. Right. Yes. That was on purpose. Yeah. I think um, my score was get your shit together, nigga. Yeah. I think that's what No, no, no. Worse. (laughs) Your score was, well, obviously there's nothing she can do. So congrats with a question mark. (laughs) Right. That was yours. So... That one aside, I think because especially the sex ones, those have been. I'm sure folks are like, mm, Molly, what are you right. doing over there? Well, I or what actually, are you not doing? For the first one, which was about a particular uh, part of these things, um, I'm trying to talk around to minor children, so I'm trying to be. It involves butts. Mm-mm. Yeah, the no, second one. My first one was about if this feels like a chore to you, oh, please right. stop doing it. Yes. Um, and I felt the need. Lingus. Yeah. So I felt the need to say that this was not a problem for you. I just felt like, <laughs> nah, y'all, like, don't think I'm saying because it was my first one. Right. So I didn't want it to be like I wrote this column and and it was yeah. so pointed. It's like if this if you, if it feels like a chore, just don't do it. Right. And. So on Facebook, I was like, hey, check out my story. And, and then I put a hashtag like, this does not apply to Molly because it doesn't. Should change the article to Dear Molly. Just to and the sad, <laughs> part is, the sad part is for that particular column, it didn't just not apply to me because you're good at it. I guess you are. I don't even really know. 
it really didn't apply to you because I don't even do that. That's not even a part of our dynamic. It's been mm, glimpses. Yeah, not enough for me to write a column about it, for sure. I am not in the audience of the woman saying to her man, dude, can you just chill and just do it longer? Like, that's not my portion. I'm saying, please, God, no. Just don't. (laughs) Just please, no. Where you going? Just mm -mm. get over here. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So my real column, if that were based on my life, would be, it's okay. You really don't have to. <laughs> right. It's good. You know how you know how many people have been <laughs> pissed at you. <laughs> no, I was, don't. I it's okay. Just it's, stop. It's, yeah, it's, just, you know, if you think we want that, but we really don't. Oh God. We just would rather you not. Grand opening, grand closing. So I couldn't talk about what was my real life. I'm trying to think. Um, the other ones have all been based on my real life. No, the other ones haven't been based on my real life, mm. but I can relate to them. Right. So there was one about anal and uh, even if you don't want to go all the way with that, fellas, can you let us blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I like a, how you blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that but say anal, right. <laughs> um, that's, that's my life. I, I, I think that's my life kind of. We've talked about that. Yeah. And you're very antsy. And that's it. I'm very what? Antsy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah? Well, no, no. Antsy is... Wait, what? No, anti mean it's not for anti me. Anti means nah. No, 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 no. You're not. Oh, here you go. Here's the feminist in you. No, it's not the feminist. You want to make in sure you. that you're not saying you're just saying it's not good for you, right? I mean, not this, for others that might this enjoy is on my, it. This is on my permanent record. I know. You understand. So as much as somebody will come back and listen to this ten years from now, I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. that'll be my cancel, whatever. Got somehow. it. So to be clear, you celebrate. Butts and butts and butts and everybody doing everything to all the butts. Yep. But your butt is off limits. Yeah. Got it. It's totally fine. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so much for the kids, by the way. <laughs> um, I have more on that, but. Yeah, that's an, that's another. That's another. Because it, it reminded me, um, how I get away with murder would be a great conversation when there's no kids around. Oh, about the things you get and the things you don't have to give to get. Right. All the things yes. and things. Yeah. Because you're very good at giving the things. Thank you. I like giving the things. I think um, the biggest part of getting away with murder is not that I'm good at it, but that I like it. And that I like it as much as any of the other stuff, if not more. I mean, I've called you a unicorn from Jump Street. And right. You didn't get it, but it's right. true. So I think that's what makes me a unicorn. Not doing it well, but... Not it, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't hurt. No, of course not. But I think the true unicorn Cause, part. Because to be honest, if you wanted to do it all the time and it was terrible, and you, well, from what you say, y'all will take a terrible one. Uh, that's a little different. I guess it depends on how terrible it is. Like if there's a whole lot of teeth. Yeah. Well, no. But I'm just saying terrible, meaning like. And eh. that wrong, we might we might take lackluster. Terrible, no. Got it. Because so there's other things. Terrible we, there's other is not things ever happening. We can. There's other things we can be doing at that point. So can I say something about that? Which I'm sure I've said in the beginning of our relationship mm-hmm. and in the middle. Um, like, I think I probably told you this in like 2016. <laughs> Sometime between 2016 into 2017. I thought you weren't doing this anymore. Um, for the last, for a while, I have been, you know this already, just like made to feel like that was not my lane. Mm. Yeah, that's I, I'm still confused by that. 
just don't do it. You don't know how to do it. At least not for me. It's not good. I don't want it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I've been perplexed by that. So we met in, honestly, we met in 2019. Um, Before that, I'd have to go back many, many years. Many. For that to happen. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember being really nervous at first. Like, what if, what if it's the same thing? What if he's like, yeah, nah, nope. Well, so here's where we're also really good. We, in that realm, we give and take direction very well. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't ever, I think, going to be a, nah, just give up kind of situation. No, but I mean, the first time could have been like, yeah, no, we're right. We do have to work on this. This is terrible. Could have been that. Yeah, that's still not the approach I'm right. taking. Well, no, whatever the approach is, I, I was really afraid. Been a sandwich. I was afraid to find out that what it, was gonna it be. wasn't just that right. it was really me. Mm-hmm. But now, what's worse? Is it the would have been finding it was you, or knowing it wasn't? Because uh, what's worse? Because we've kind of. So, I'd much rather know that it wasn't me. Hmm. For sure, I don't want it. I don't want that to have been me. Not with as much as I enjoy it. The kids are downstairs. Their eyes are like <laughs> saucers. Like, they are so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we we said this was a different episode, so we should. <clears throat> so that was our segment of the day, and that's that. <laughs> we're not we're not going back. So, um, last night I decided that I was going to have. Some me time, not in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, end up getting a few beers and going onto the Can roof. Can we come back to me time? Because I have thoughts later. Okay. Go ahead. Um, and end up watching Harlem Nights last night on mm-hmm. Netflix. It's a good time. Movie holds yeah. up well. Does it? Yeah. He stepped on my pinky toe. No, no shot. shot me in my pinky yeah. toe. I'm thinking of what movie, what music video borrowed from... Harlem Nights. Oh man! And because they couldn't shoot, the woman said he shot. He stepped on my pinky toe. I can't. Rem- I, I I can almost see it. What was it? It was Busta Rhymes, mm. Pasta Cavassier. Yes. Yeah. I miss his videos. First rapper to get a video made for a million dollars. Put your hands where my eyes can see. Him and Missy in that time period, I think, were probably the. He said Missy best. knew how to make a video for much less money. She her videos didn't cost that much. Mm. Yeah, but no, um, holds up well. Hollow Nights yeah. is a good time. Um, have you seen it before? Or yes. no, you have. Yes. So I know I haven't seen a lot of things, but I always ace the black movie. Like, it's very few black movies mm-hmm. that I haven't seen. And when I say black movies, I don't just mean movies with black people in them. I mean, right. theoretically, so, fundamentally black. I think what gets labeled a black movie is so off sometimes. Like, if it's a black lead, I've seen, like, it get the black movie treatment. And it's like, like it's not... Um, well, if it's a black lead, it's a black movie. It's going to get the black movie treatment, which is why... Will Smith never has black significant others in his films, or very rarely does. Because mm. once he does, now it's a black movie. 
But that's my so. Has Will Smith ever had a black movie? No. Uh. Uh-uh. I mean, Enemy of the State. He had a black wife in it, mm-hmm. which was King, but it wasn't a black. Movie. Also, a really good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Lisa Bonet was in it too, which was super random. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Lisa Bonet played his ex, and Regina yeah. King played his wife. Yeah. Right. And yeah, all the things. But yeah. Um. No. Uh, I'm trying to think of another movie that gets labeled a black movie but isn't really a black movie unfortunately it doesn't come to mind right now mm. as i say that they're very loose with it right but yeah i don't think i would watch harlem, harlem nights again but i can see how it would still you know what i will watch again what's that boomerang boomerang seen, gets me in the fields i've seen boomerang that'd be a fun movie for us to watch together oh i love that movie so much i don't know if it holds up um, I haven't watched. I mean, it can't hold up any worse than Harlem Nights. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think the patriarchy jumps out a lot more. In does it? <laughs> does that Maisie blowing her nose? Probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, That's confirmation that they've heard mm-hmm. everything. Um. um I, so yeah, the patriarchy is going to jump out of Boomerang in a way that. I don't think I want to, that I'm not sure if I want to see. So. Like, just, uh, whatchamacallit alone, who lives next door on the deck and tries oh, right, to save right. each woman who comes in. Mm-hmm. But so, do movies have to hold up, though? I can I get holding up in terms of. No, they don't have to hold up. Like, I, think, I think that's a very new convention, the idea that a movie was made 20, 30 years ago needs to well, hold up by today's we, standards. That's because life is so much different now. Yeah, but things think, are different. But if we can acknowledge that, why do we have to hold a particular movie to today's standards? I don't think that saying it doesn't hold up means that it's done something wrong. It's just, hey, heads up! If you don't want to see X Y Z and X Y Z, you might not want to watch this because you might forget what this was about. Yeah, I guess you know, like fair. for example, let's say there's a scene where someone's sexually assaulted. In a way that back then was just a date. And now we realize is not a date. It's rape. Those kind of movies like this didn't hold up well. Like, example, uh, Love and Basketball. A movie we love on a cellular level that does not hold up well at all. He was trash then, but she couldn't even write that in the script today. Mm. There's no way you're gonna have in the script. I'll play you for your heart. <laughs> so this is why I'm a surprise. Not I'm a surprise. Wow, I'm surprised that you like Baby Boy so much. Mm. Well, I guess I'm contradicting myself a little bit. But the thing that always bothered me was a scene where um, Taraji and Tyrese get into an argument. Mm-hmm. Tyrese hits her. Mm-hmm. And then apologizes. Wait, Tyrese hits hits his mom? No, Taraji. Taraji's his mom in the movie? Yeah. So that's Taraji. Oh, no, no, no. Taraji's his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, his girlfriend. He hits, hits Taraji. And then apologizes yeah. by going down on her. Yes, I remember. And I was like, How, what? No. <sighs> yeah, that's terrible. Yes. Um, And parts of Baby Boy don't hold up. But overall, I guess because I know so many Baby Boys... Um, oh, I apologize. I mean, I've dated them. My dad was one. Really? Um, yeah. My dad didn't get his act together until he met my mom. Um, my mom 
completely saved my dad's life. No, they say that my <laughs> ex-wife my might say I might not get my my ex-wife might say I didn't get my act together until I met you. So who knows? Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, so I know baby voice, mm. and I have something probably problematic, but I have something, some sort of piece of me feels for the baby boys of the world. Also, as a teacher in the hood, like all my boys were baby boys, mm. the whole lot of them. And they're complex and they're dynamic and not in the this is awesome sort of way. Um, I tell this story all the time about my one of my baby boys, Rashid Sanders. Um, just brilliant, just absolutely brilliant. He had my mom for English and then he had me for history. My mom's classroom was right above mine. So it was like a two second walk to get down there. And he was late every day. Every day he was late. So I would sometimes go to my mom's class, wait for the bell to ring, wait for Rashid to come out, link arms with him, and walk him downstairs and say, look, it took us 20, 20 seconds to get here. And he would laugh, still not be on time. Then Rashid just stopped coming to class altogether. We go to my mom's class, cutting my class. Couldn't figure it out. I'm the last class of the day, so we're assuming he's just leaving home, leaving school early to cut or whatever. One day I get a substitute to stay, and I follow him to see where he goes every day after my mom's class. Um, I follow him, and he lives right on Dodge Street, like two seconds away from where we are right now. And he sits on the front steps of his house, and a little school bus pulls up, and his little sister, who's in a wheelchair, gets Mm -hmm. out, and... He wheels her into the house. So what happened was that his mom couldn't be home. She had to work. She couldn't come home to get her off the school bus. And she couldn't leave early. He lied to his mom and said he got a schedule change. Mm -hmm. She would have never let him do that. He lied to his mom and said he got a schedule change so that he could take care of it. Take care of it. Uh. No, those are the baby boys. Those are what baby boys do. So I talked to him and we got him some type of way we were able to change the schedule around so that no, we changed the bus. He never even they never even asked to see if maybe the bus could be changed so that she could cut it off last. Right. So we called the school, the sister school. We got the schedule changed so that she came home later. And he could just run home after my class and get there. There's another part of Rashid's story. Um, I didn't see him after he graduated. I moved in here. And guess who my neighbor is? <laughs> Rashid Sanders. And he's like, Miss King. And I'm like, you can't be old enough to live on your own and live here. And he's like, I'm 40. And I'm like, fuck. Rashid was my first class. So I was 20 and he was 18. We were mm. two years apart. And he said, how old are you? And I said, I'm 42. And he almost had a heart attack. He's like, so you were 20 when you were my teacher. And I could have. No, you could not have. Um, So she lived here on the fourth floor. And it was weird to see him here. Um, He was selling drugs in the building. Mm -hmm. And state people came, swarmed down. I wasn't here, but Pam told me all about it. Like, just the whole whatever. 
they had three apartments in this building doing all that's an expensive trap doing all of the trappy things like it was like big time trappy things um so he's in prison now and that's also something baby boys do um yeah you could let me off at school bus and everything being great yeah it didn't turn out great Mm. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. I could tell you baby boy stories about people who are attorneys now. Hmm. I love the baby boys. Because they don't get loved. And they don't even let you know what it is they need. Or where they fall apart. Or what happens. How they get there. Tyrese's character didn't exist in a vacuum. Sure. He didn't come out the womb wanting to smack women up. Where'd he get it? Where'd he see it? You know, I always think about your life and some of the things you've told me about your life. Not so much anymore, but in the beginning, I would think, I said this to you. So why aren't you the things that you've seen? Right. Even on Facebook, one time I wrote something about you and people in the comments were like, well, how? If you didn't see this, then how are you that? Because you're supposed to be what you see. Um, I still go back to, and I, I can't speak for other people. Um, for me, it was, and um, we're, and to be clear, we're talking about um, I grew up around domestic violence, alcohol abuse. Um, You're from the Bronx. I'm from the Bronx, so I knew all the gang members, the trap boys. I knew all the things that were all. I had all the wrong things in front of me to pick from. Um, but I think that was the thing. I wanted whatever I thought normalcy was. And if you say anything about me saying normalcy, I will leave across this. <laughs> it's normality, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was an act of cognitive decision to see if I can turn things a different way because I didn't want to exist in, in those spaces. Um, they, they, there was a lot of depression behind it. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of different things I just didn't want for myself anymore. I wasn't even thinking, you know, as forward, forward as um, Cole. It was just, I don't want to be in these in the muck and mire that came with this stuff anymore. Right. So it's still it wasn't even a moral decision. It was more a matter of I wanted to be free and have relief and be happy. Right. But my point still stands that you said you wanted normalcy. And the fact of the matter is you, there are people who want normalcy and that's what's normal to them. Normalcy for you could have been right. being a drug dealer. Right. And, uh, yeah, so maybe normalcy isn't the right word. You wanted something else. You wanted something different. Yeah. Like for me, I am what I saw. My parents were married for 40 something years until my dad passed away. Um, my mom did the things, graduated from college, became a teacher. I graduated from college, became a teacher. Like I'm what I saw mm-hmm. um, in some ways, in most ways. There were other things that I had to kind of change. The well, curve. Well, even in terms of that, because yesterday you were asking me about um, me in college and my time at Bronx Community College and everything mm-hmm. else. When I graduated high school, my parents said, fill out some applications, work for the city, 
Right. Garbage man, motor man, whatever. Yep. Right. Conversation wasn't about college. Mm-hmm. So that my time I spent in college, I was paying out of pocket. Um, there were no loans or no anything else just because I just didn't. Mm-hmm. But there also wasn't a driver and a pressure to for me to stay right. at home. Right. It wasn't like, you know, you're there, what are your grades? They didn't know any of my grades or anything like that. It was get a job. And for me, it was the exact opposite. And strangely enough, I don't remember my mom ever saying, you have to go to college. But I remember knowing I had to go to college. Like, there was literally no other option. So I find for those for whom that's the requirement, it doesn't, it rarely is said. It's that I, I don't need to tell you. you. It's You grew up in I know, but there has to be something. I mean, neither of my parents were college graduates. My mom went to school, but she went while I was going, and we ended up graduating at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't looking at two people with college degrees growing up. But I don't remember why, but I just knew that not only did I have to go, but I had to go the following September. There was no gap year. There was no waiting around. Oh, I get it. I remember now. It was a keeping up with the Joneses sort of thing. On my mm-hmm. block, that's what you did. Mm-hmm. The young men and women on my block graduated from high school, went to college. The ones who didn't, it was like, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? Also, you were getting skip grades. So it's kind of hard to imagine getting skip grades, and then it just ends at high school. That's not a thing, I think, that That was part of it. Either. That sort of, like, how do you, you're supposed to be this brainiac person right. that I was not. You gotta. But I think it was more my neighborhood just seeing people go from high school to college. Even to say, how old are you when you graduated high school? I was 16. Yeah, what does a 16-year-old do if they're not in yeah, school? There's nothing else I could have done. Right. I had to. There was, you, I could have worked, getting, but not, I'm not getting any real you're hours. You're working at a supermarket, right. making minimum wage. Correct. But, so yeah, you're, there is no other option for you No, at there point. wasn't. And I guess looking back, that was part of it too. Like, what else are you going to do? Right. You have to do something. Um, like you couldn't take the... You couldn't be a garbage woman or work in construction. I could not. I could not. At 16. There were very few things I could have done. Even just like secretarial school or whatever. I feel like a lot of things you would have had to be 17 or 18 to right. do. Right. Um, so, no, ship her off to a school with 50,000 people. Um, I know what they did not let me do. Um, my first choice was University of Arizona, which is weird because twin. that's where Twin goes. And I was thinking about that. When she was four years old, and now she goes there. Um, and I begged and pleaded. I got in, gave me a scholarship. Um, but my mom said it wasn't a full scholarship, so it was expensive. And she was like, I just can't imagine having to book a flight if there's an emergency and you need to come home. Mm-hmm. She was right. So you wanted to talk about my me time. Yeah. So actually, I guess it's for that next episode, too. Mm-hmm. Because it's about oh actual me time. It was about actual me time. Oh, I think it might be hanging out and having a beer by myself. No, it was about um. Wait, did you even talk about your me time? Yeah, I said I went upstairs, had a couple beers, and watched Harlem Nights. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, I was talking about how I'm still trying to figure you out in terms of like what me time actually means and mm-hmm. how it affects whatever we're doing in the mm-hmm. course of a week. Right. Uh, I've written about that for Dear Level as well. Um, right. Yeah, it didn't. Stop doing it. Yeah. Um, which didn't apply to you, by the way. I'm not sure if you do that. Um, well. Because it's never, to what I, to my knowledge, it's never affected anything happening here. Well, actually quite the opposite um, from my DE article. Right. Part of 
making things easier yep. it's to was for me essentially the edge. Right. So, by the way, I feel like DE is like not a thing at all for you. Well, it was a for DE me. DE meaning delayed ejaculation. ejaculation. So, f- and yeah, um, I should probably put a link to the story mm-hmm. in the show in the notes. show notes. You just love. <laughs> And I'll put the uh, some of the deal levels in there too. Um, so for me, and I, th- I can't remember if we talked about it in this show or not, but there's it can happen for physical reasons or psychological reasons. Mm-hmm. Mine was psychological, mm-hmm. and a lot of it has to do with um, comfort and safety and mm-hmm. a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And the more those get addressed, the easier it becomes. Mm-hmm. And it, even going back to the I idea... I feel like of, it was actually getting better as you were writing the story. Um, Probably because we were talking so much about it. Mm-hmm. And just between the two of us mm-hmm. and figuring out what it was and what it meant and how it affected us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've said this before. When you leave me eventually... um. <laughs> the next girlfriend i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be starting from maybe not maybe a little better than scratch but yeah, it's gonna be I, an absolute i don't think you're gonna have a problem it's not gonna be an issue mm. once you're comfortable enough with her to do the things i think you'll be fine i think it'll be easier because i have a path of what it'll take to get there but the initial is going to be almost so it was it felt like it felt like old times the last time because mm. of that oh hmm. i was a little concerned yeah i can see that because it wasn't supposed to happen because of me time right there had been some me time yeah so um we have a visitor and i think you got we home have a, we have a visitor hi hello you hungry okay mm-hmm. all right so we're gonna wrap this up in like five minutes okay okay uh are we doing pasta or are we doing smoothie Okay. Um, so, back to my masturbation. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> um, no, I, th- I was just going to say, I think it was like less than an hour. Less than an hour? Yeah. So, how were you even able to... Um, no, I just... So, here's a crazy thing. I did it. You literally called me five minutes texted later, you. texting me, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck!" But didn't just could have just said, "Sorry, just had me time." Instead, gives me the thumbs up emoji or something mm-hmm. that let me know it's about to happen. Right. So you're like, right? I lied. Right. Ten minutes after the text message, I'm like, "Okay, can I get this jump started?" Mm. So I watched a little bit more, mm-hmm. and and it happened. Yes. The problem was it took you longer to get back than I thought it was going to take. Oh. So. So you were back to square one again. Square two. Square two. And then things kicked in again in the shenanigans. Maisie went out the door. Okay. She's going to be in the hall for a while. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for that report. We're going to cook pasta in two minutes. Huh? We're going to cook pasta together in two minutes. Okay. Um, chicanery? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that's you can not, say that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, so yeah, that time was the first time in quite some time that mm-hmm. I thought you said something. You were like literally like, "Hey, are you sure?" Because right. yeah, this ain't ending. Right. And then I was like, "Oh wait a second, I just 
literally and it didn't just got my kidney situation right. together and it did not end so and we, it did not we so call it a day call it a day as we should yeah, speaking of calling it a day speaking of calling it a day so i thought we oh wrong button so i didn't take the button off what do we do at the end now because i got a song oh, ready this time i'm supposed to ask you a question oh shoot i had a song ready no wait, but no, this is wait, what that can't be the, the thing but the song was for the morning it doesn't fit I thought we were going to do this in the morning. Mm. And it was going to be Tender Heart by Lionel Richie. You know uh, that song? Uh, I'm kind of glad that we did <laughs> this But evening. here's the crazy part. Tender Heart by Lionel Richie. The chorus goes, that's why I'm easy. Easy like Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that song was called Tender Heart. I didn't know that song was called Tender Heart until today. <laughs> it's what it's called. Uh, question for you. Um... Wait, before you ask me the question, do mm-hmm. I ask you a question too? Or you only ask me a question? You can ask me, I actually asked you a question yesterday. Why don't you ask me a question? No, I need to That's figure out how this is going to go each time. We alternate. No, I don't want to alternate. It's either always one of us or always both of us. And it's always both of us. So I'm going to go. Were you or are you nervous about... Are two monsters interacting and getting along during the apocalypse? Um, I'm worried about all of us getting along during the apocalypse, frankly. But those two, I think if we just are vigilant about establishing, what do we call it? Uh, downtime? No, mm-hmm. not downtime. Oh, quiet time. Quiet, quiet hours. Time, quiet hours. As long as we establish quiet hours and... Um, help make sure the bigger one is not too overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure the little one feels heard. Nah, I'm not. I know I'm coming. I'm not. Um, I'm not concerned. I'm more concerned about the two of us than I am about the two of them. Fair. Your turn. Um, where's sex tonight? Quietly. That's it. That's all I got. Spooning? Nah, you can't have a spoon tonight. Excuse me? <laughs> what does that even mean? Fine, dealer's choice. But I'm never the dealer. I'm never dealing anything to you. That's not true. I get dealt. Tune in tomorrow to find out. I got some tricks to show you. (laughs) Bye.